Welcome back to Dissecting the Teen Life with Brenda and Grinny. My name is Grinny Rindawa, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Brenda Okay. And the topic of our podcast today are AP classes. How interesting. How fun. AP classes. How innovational. Right? What does AP stand for? Advanced placement, girl. Oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, clearly we are very educated on this topic. Brenda, thank you for not knowing what AP meant. Anyways. So, Brenda, I'm going to you start it off. Brenda okay. is more experienced than me in AP classes, so she's going to be talking for the oh, most I part. Okay. Don't be shocked. Sorry. Don't be humble. Yeah, but anyways, um, go off. Our school has a thing where you can only take AP classes as a sophomore mm-hmm. or a junior. So, we and Gritty took, do you want, should we start off by saying what APs we took yeah, or yeah. what AP is? Yeah, let's do what we took and then we can talk okay, about Okay, sophomore year, I took AP World History. Junior year, I took um, AP Psychology, AP Statistics. AP U.S. History, AP English, and AP Spanish 4. Mm-hmm. And then out of those, I only took AP U.S. History and um, AP English because the rest of us, like, she's ahead by a couple levels, right? And like, Spanish and, and math. Spanish. So I couldn't take those because they don't offer APs at my level, but that's what we did senior year. And we're still, I think senior year, we're basically taking, I'm taking five weighted classes, but four APs, and you're taking... I'm taking five APs yeah. and then one honors class, yeah. so six weighted classes. So, yeah. So, yeah, so we definitely have some experience there, Brenda, more than I do, but I still, I feel like I have experience there, too. But anyways, if you don't know what advanced placement classes are, it's basically, it's like a more rigorous college-level course that you do. It's more than CP level, which is college prep, which is like a normal, I guess you could say, like, you know, normal-level high school course. Mm-hmm. And basically what the goal of the class is to prepare you for the AP exam at the end of the year, it normally costs different depending on which school you go to, what district. Sometimes you don't have to pay anything, and sometimes you have to pay $100. It depends on what your school offers. Anyway, so the goal of the class is to prep for the AP exam. And if you pass the AP exam, which is normally indicated by a score of three or higher, but some colleges only take four or five, so also keep that in mind. Because even though a three is a pass in the college board's eyes, specific colleges may not see it as a pass and would rather have have you take a four or five. Anyways. So you should look into what colleges you're going to. And so we, so far know the scores of one of the exams we took last year because we only took one AP sophomore year. We both got fives, guys. We took AP World History. Yeah. And so, honestly, I don't know what we can say about that because it's only a DBQ. Oh, yeah. It was during COVID times. All of our AP exams have happened during COVID. Like, they've been virtual. So, yeah, also keep in mind that we don't have I don't know how much in-person weight experience. you can put to that. Like, I don't know how much you can take that seriously. But, hey, we we did. We can we tell you worked. more about the AP classes than we can at yeah, the exams. Yeah, like, we have, even this year, we took them online, like, the online administration. So, again, I've, we can't really do anything in that aspect. But, you know, hey, it's not our fault. We didn't plan for COVID to happen. But, um... That's basically the point of AP classes, and I know that colleges do want you to see, like, they want you to see taking, I can't speak English, they want you to be taking them, like, they want to see you challenge yourself. That's the whole point of AP classes, is to challenge yourself and work at a higher level of, like, you know, effort to see, like, if you can mm-hmm. actually work well in college, right? I think the benefits of taking AP classes are that you're you're potentially getting college credit, and also mm-hmm. you're challenging yourself, and also... Your GPA. Oh, yeah, you get a GPA boost. Or at least that's how it is at our school. I yeah, think I think the it's case that's for most, schools. most schools. Yeah, you get a GPA boost because obviously if you're – sorry about that, guys. If you're hearing dings, it's my laptop. But, um, you know, GPA – like, everyone wants – like, your GPA determines your class rank if your school does that. Uh-huh. And I know it can get competitive out there with the class rank. So if you're really into that, if you do want to shoot for, like, valedictorian or salutorian, definitely take these AP classes or at least honor classes because they can make a big difference in your GPA, guys. Like, that's the one mm-hmm. main benefit that everyone is always talking about, like, you know, getting a higher GPA, you know, get past that 
we've given this advice before, but we would recommend uh, reaching out to your counselor to make mm-hmm. sure or to see if you could take AP classes before. Like your school your... allows them. Like yeah. I don't know, every school's different. Anyway, so make sure that the classes you do take, like if you're not into taking every like AP class, like you don't care about the GPA. Wait, I mean honestly, who would who would not want to have a higher GPA? Okay, maybe some people actually aren't into that. But if you want to go into a specific field of study, like science, at least try to take the higher level science courses because it shows that you care and you want to learn more about a topic that you're going to major in and you're going to make a career in, right? That's why we definitely went for, like, um, Brenda's taking AP Chem, AP Bio. We've taken, like, all enhanced science classes for the most part, too, even if we couldn't take AP classes. And I'm also doing kind of similar stuff like that because we both want to go into the STEM field. So it's really important to at least take AP classes in your major or, like, your intended major. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's important to, like, focus on your major because mm-hmm. um, if you're not going to major in history or something related, it sometimes taking an AP that's, like, history mm-hmm. or, like, something like that, it won't benefit you as much and yeah. it could take more time. But, but it's important to challenge yeah, yourself. Yeah, and even then, like, if you not you know you're not going to do anything in history, it's still, like, a general education course, so it's, like, a good idea to take the exam. But if you know you're never going to have to take that class in college, like, ever – just take the AP class and choose not to take the exam. Like, if you really don't care about the college credit because you know you're not going to use it, there's also that option out there. And I know I've done that because I get a lot of my credits from college classes because I also take college classes. I'm at Delta, which is my local community college. And so I didn't take the AP U.S. history exam because I already had credit for it. And I was like, I'm not even majoring in psychology. or in psychology. I'm not history. majoring in history or anything like that, right? That's not my focus in college. So it wouldn't be even, like, impressive if I took the AP exam, you know, for college credit again. Anyway, so I think we're going to start with some, like, tips now because we've already kind of talked about our classes that we've taken. But my biggest tip is always getting a review book. We love review our review books. books. Oh, my God. My favorite is Barron's, while Brenda's favorites are Crash Course. And I like Princeton a lot. Yeah, I like Princeton, too. Like, I use that for history. But, like, recently, like, when I was studying for psychology this year as a junior, I loved Barron's. Like, I fell in love with that book. I highlighted it. I annotated it. I went over it, like, ten times. I kid you not. I love that thing. I love the charts in it. I love the graphs in it. So it's really recommended that you get some type of supplemental review book on the side that really fits your needs. Like, what are you looking for in a review book? And how much are you even going to study for this class? And how much do you think you're going to need? We also tried flashcards for a while, but we didn't really use them. I remember we got, like, AP World History flashcards. I don't even think I touched them. I pretended like I was going to use them. I never used <laughs> yeah, them. I think I, like, brought them out. I put I, them in the – they came with a little ring holder. I took them everywhere and never yeah. used it. I yeah. remember. I remember, like, I read it. Even if I read it, I wasn't comprehending anything, even if I was, like, pretending to read them. I went to the hairdresser, and I remember I was falling asleep while trying to study. I know. I was like, um, yeah, this is it not going to work. work. I, I would recommend Quizlet, though. I really love Quizlet for studying. Quizlet like doesn't that. work for me. I need, I like, review Quizlet, books. Really? I love Quizlet, really. It's important to test I do Quizlet things. because I, like, I'm active recall. I feel like it makes me kind of think for myself, like, if I'm reading something. Because, you know, the questions, it's multiple choice for the most part for most AP exams. Like, for, like, you know, the second half is probably, like, a short answer or an FRQ or something like that. But, um... I love Quizlet because it, like, reinforces the active recall. So if you're really, like, a person like that who needs some practice beforehand on, like, you know, making your brain work that way, then I would definitely recommend Quizlet. Of course, like Brenda said, it does not work for some people. Again, it depends on what you think works best for you. Okay. Um, also taking self-studying for AP exams. All right. We kind of covered this in um our regrets from high school. Yeah, but I self-study for AP Psych, and I guess I can give you, like, more personally tips on that since we're kind of on the topic of tips anyways. But um, for that, I recommend a good review book because AP Psychology is one of the easier easiest. APs. I didn't need more than the review book, guys. But if it's like a harder AP, you might. Oh, I watched videos, too. I recommend like searching up videos online of oh, like also College Board releases. Videos yeah. So that's like a huge tip as well, because like 
I think since the college board is giving you the exam, making sure that you know the information that they want you to know is really important. Like I went through the stuff on their AP classroom as well as the um, live review sessions that they have on their YouTube. I went through both of them. I thought they were very beneficial, at least for AP psychology. I didn't really like them. I took AP English this year. I didn't really like them for that. I don't think I watched them. I watched one and it it was kind of like common sense things that I've already learned and like writing because it's like writing, you know, like English. So it honestly depends on what type of class you're taking and how you need to review for that. But I definitely recommend videos, especially for AP Psychology. It was one of my favorite things to do to watch videos because it kind of puts it into perspective. I agree. I used um, the College Board just for the multiple choice. I didn't use the mm-hmm. videos. Yeah, even if you don't use the videos, they offer good practice. I honestly, I think it's take a practice, practice exam. I promise you it's one of the best ways to review because then you can go back and see like, what sections you're kind of like not so good at and you can review what you need to review instead of like everything you know like hey I got this question wrong about the brain now I need to study the structures of the brain so you know what you need to study and what you don't really have to focus upon because it's kind of a waste of time going over everything if you're really strong in some areas and really like only go over your weak areas if that's like worst case scenario obviously it's good to review everything but if you're you know cramming go over your worst areas oh yeah another tip make sure you're managing your time correctly because AP exams are really hard oh yeah I would recommend studying like two months in advance yeah, so I know, like, the most preferred timeline is maybe start reviewing, like, light review after winter break. Like, don't really worry about it before, like, during your first semester. Start light review after, like, winter break, but you need at least two months. So, basically, you need two months if you have one AP, and then an extra month added on if you have, like, more. But, again, everyone learns at a different pace. Well, Brenda only studied for how long? Three weeks. Three weeks. I studied, I think, starting in winter break, but I know that's how I work. Like, I need constant review and active recall like I was using Quizlets going over my review books taking notes like I need it reinforced multiple times so that's how I work so make sure you study as much as you need to like don't listen to other people like they say oh no why are you studying so early or why are you studying so late because honestly it depends on you yeah don't overstudy because I found that when I study too early I forget the things and yeah. I end up performing worse had I not studied so you want to make later. sure that you're going at your own pace okay um rank our exams mm. which one out of okay Recently, I think we th- I've taken six APs. I've yeah, two. so I think we're going to go with it and just say that AP Psych is the easiest in my brain. In my mind, I think AP Stats. I haven't taken the AP Stats test yet mm-hmm. because my computer and my Wi-Fi wasn't working. Yeah, so she's taking the fourth I administration. To, yeah, I, I can't even believe exam. they have four administrations this year. I think they have five, actually. Yeah. I was looking into it. I was really disappointed because my, my Wi-Fi just didn't work. Yeah. But um, AP Stats, I think, was pretty easy for me. I know like the, the science exam. Oh, yeah, the yeah. practice exam. AP Psych, I, it's more about memorization. Yeah. It was pretty easy. I think on top of that, I think right there would also be AP English. Because it's like, oh, you've I been agree. writing since, like, you can write. Like, what, first grade? Like, it's writing. And you've learned these techniques in middle school and, ele- like, middle school and high school and how to write a proper essay and, like, how to analyze text. I feel like that's all we do in English class, right? So, like, why would we not be able to do that on exams? I feel like that's also up there. And then I think a little above that would be AP Psych only because of the content, like, the uh-huh. amount of content you need to know. Gurney and Gurney and I also studied for um, the SAT because we were taking uh-huh. it. We found a lot of similarities between the reading part of the SAT, or I don't know if mm-hmm, that was the case mm-hmm. for you too, but no, no. the SAT reading part and also the English one. So I studied so much for the SAT that I felt more prepared for yeah, the reading. Yeah, and I feel like both of us are pretty good at. We read reading. so much. We read so much. I feel like we're pretty good at it. I know, like on the SAT, I got ninety ninth percentile for reading for sure. Like we're pretty good at that. Like. There's no problem there. So I feel like you got to take into consideration that English is one of our strong points. I think it's a nice strong point to have anyways. But uh, (laughs) not to brag, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So that's definitely up there. Um, I I think 
think the hardest AP would be, wait, what was yours? Uh, well, mine, I've only taken like three AP exams, so AP World History. AP, uh, yeah. Histories are generally just harder because of all the content. I took six APs, and I still think World History was the hardest. <laughs> really? Because it was so much Dude, content. I remember we went through like, the, we like study together sometimes too. I remember back then, yeah, sophomores, we, were we studied together a lot, and we went through like the review book, and we're like, oh my God, Brenda, what are we going to do? It was so much, but the, by the time of the exam, I was like, I felt so prepared. I knew so much about, like you could ask me anything, anything. about the world. I'd be like, hey. It's kind of gone you. right now because of history, mm-hmm. U.S. history. But world history, I think, is really the hardest. And especially because they make you take it, like, that's the first AP we took. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was even harder. Yeah, I know. And But, you know, we kind of got it easy with one DBQ. But at the yeah. same time, we studied enough that we could have done the full exam. I, I, feel like I we felt prepared did good. for the full exam. We, we did good. Anyways, um, Brenda, do you have anything else to say? No. I think good. we're good, guys. So that was our take on AP classes. We performed you guys of whatever we knew from our very own experiences um we are people that like to challenge ourselves so we have taken a lot of ap classes and honors classes so hopefully you got to learn something new and hopefully you'll maybe want to challenge yourself with more ap classes as well so i hope you all have a great day and we will see you next time bye Bye.